Welcome to The Way Home with Laura Smith, the show that brings you wonderful guests, helpful advice, and uplifting stories. The Way Home. Live inspired. Here's your host, Laura Smith. Wonderful to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us on The Way Home. Well, it's not often you get to speak with an inventor who is actually helping to save lives every single day, but today is one of those days, and I'm thrilled to have on the inventor and uh, developer of a product called LifeVac. LifeVac is a very simple, small device that you can put on any age person, including yourself, if you are choking. And with its very simple design of pushing and pulling the little tiny plunger-like thing, you can dislodge what is ever in the airway of the person. And so it has done so to the tune of over 800 people so far. And it's happening more and more all the time. Over 100 people's lives saved this month alone. Arthur Lee is an amazing human being who just truly set out to fix a problem, to save lives, literally, because he was so afraid that what that would be like if it happened to somebody in his family that he loved, that he set about creating it. And he did. And it's made in America. And as I said, it is saving lives by the day. So excited to have on the inventor of LifeVac, Arthur Lee, all coming up and brought to you by Balance of Nature, fruits and veggies in a capsule. Balance of Nature is a jam-packed little capsule that is filled with nothing but real food, all natural food. And it hasn't been altered in any way except the water was taken out so that it could be pulverized and put into the capsules. That way, when you take three and three of the veggies and the fruits, you're getting 10 servings a day, 10 servings a day. And that is what our bodies actually require and need. But sadly, most of us get only one to two. Isn't that incredible? So when you take balance of nature, it's an insurance policy for your body and your mind, I might add, because whenever I take balance of nature, the mental clarity feels so good. You can actually feel the difference. Balance of nature can't be found in a store. Similarly, like LifeVac, that can't either. You have to go to their websites. Both of the products, Balance of Nature and LifeVac, are made in the United States. And to order yours today and get 35% off your first preferred order of the fruits and veggies, make sure you put Laura into the promo code when you go to balanceofnature.com. Balanceofnature.com. 35% off your first order and free shipping. And just to throw this in there, to save a life, of someone you may love, if you ever have that occasion to do so, lifevac.net. Coming up, the wonderful Arthur Lee, inventor of LifeVac. Don't go away. You're listening to The Way Home. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. Well, if many of you have been, have been listening to me over the last month, I guess since about March 1st, you may have heard me on the morning show talking to an amazing human being who has done something amazing for the world. He, out of the, out of necessity and out of a fear of what would happen if it occurred in his family, created a device called a LifeVac. And this was to um, mitigate the circumstances around which somebody is choking, whether it's yourself, someone in your family, um, anywhere from a baby to uh, an elderly person and every single person in between. Arthur Lee wanted to find a way 
to make sure that families did not have to go through the extreme, uh, just the extreme sadness of losing a loved one, a family member, uh, to choking on something. And he came up with this, I guess, about 11 years ago. We're going to hear from him because we have him here for a full half hour. We've been talking on the morning show. But, Arthur, thank you so much for joining us on the way home because this is um, it, meeting you was a game changer. And I know that with uh, all the hundreds and hundreds of pictures on what you call your wall of saves. You have indeed changed the lives of so many. Thank you. Well, you know, I want to thank you on my, my daughter made me a bracelet that says change the world when she was little. And I wear it because people like you and all the people that spread the word and get the message out there, we are changing the world and all these lives behind us are, are changed because of, people like yourself and and continuing the process of education. So I'm grateful to you and I've enjoyed talking to you and I've enjoyed sharing it with your audience. And it's really been a neat thing. And I know you will save a life. Well, Arthur, you're, you're very humble because truly you, you do this and you have brought awareness to LifeVac, your product that you developed all over the country. I see you on TV and I hear you on the radio And but, you know, it's very rare that you hear about a product that literally is saving lives and yet anyone can do it. And so when you said that your daughter was young, I asked you, why was it that you decided to develop LifeVac? You want to give us a little bit of the story for those who haven't heard it yet? Yeah, uh, happy to. The I was visiting a friend in the hospital. His mom was having a procedure, so I was just keeping him company. And he pointed over at one of those cold steel metal gurneys with the wheels, and he said the last time he was there, there was a seven-year-old on that gurney that had died and was uh, had choked to death. And I, I, I was, I could still remember looking at that gurney and saying, "What happened?" And protocol didn't work, and the child died. And he explained the sound of the mother crying and wailing of, of just passing out and the pain of the whole crew. And my daughter was seven. And I said, this is nuts. I, I, I have to do something. Uh, I started researching to see and found out how common it is. One child every five days, 5,000 people a year. And until then, and getting this crazy contraption, I was very nervous, right, because I knew I knew it could happen. I knew what I would learned might not work. So that was the moment of, of, of non-negotiable. I needed to figure out a way to save my daughter. Honestly, it uh, was really about that until uh, I realized I couldn't be the only one. And that was 12 years ago and put me on the path to save all these lives. So you said that your dad, we, we had talked previously, as I mentioned on my morning show, and you said that your dad was an engineer. Um, you not necessarily an engineer, but you somehow engineered this device. How would you know scientifically how to come up with an idea? Was this an idea first? Like if we can have some kind of suction device that can pull something out and anybody uh, pretty much of any age can actually handle this product. How did it come to you? Well, the the good thing about the cell phones and the information network that we have that's rotting our brains, there's a lot of information you can get from it, right? So I was able to research medical journals showing the amount of force the body could generate. 
problem is it's zero in some cases, and it goes up to about 70. Let's just use that as a number. So I knew I didn't need a lot of force, and I also wanted something super simple. Like when I went down the path, I started creating these things, and they kept getting more complicated, right? I didn't want a tube. I didn't want to push a tube into my child and try and fish it out and suck it out with a tube. That all existed. So my challenge was nothing existed that I felt I would be comfortable with using. Um, I had failed on a bunch of things that got too complicated. So I went to Home Depot, like every good medical scientist. (laughs) I found a little sink plunger. This is the original one I made, and I just glued in a mask and used electrical tape, once again, like every medical genius. And uh, I just made a simple device that creates suction. And it worked. And it worked really well. And it was really easy to use. This is 12 years old. still works. So you said a sink plunger, which is obviously smaller than a toilet plunger. Um, yeah. And and then you, you put this sort of plunger type uh, uh, handle on it that you can push down, correct? And then when you pull it up, that's when it creates the suction. And it can. Now, how did you know what kind of force you would need to be able to dislodge something? Does it can it get something that's way down in someone's I don't know, is it trachea or esophagus or something or throat? How does how does that work? Well, the the misconception of which I started, too, is that the reason it doesn't come out is because it's too stuck. Well, the real problem is that on any given moment, the body doesn't generate enough force, right? It's a random generator of force. <laughs> well, you have no air, you die, you can't get any force. The person's big, the rescuer is small. So if you the two major studies are called Langhill and Guldner, they study the force that's generated by squishing the body. Well, the this, which is the modern version, generates 300, right? So it doesn't care if you're big or you're small, you have air, you don't have air, you know. It's stuck a little more than it's not. It has enough force, and it's similar to a good sneeze or a good cough, right? If you could take a deep breath and cough, you're going to expel the object. Mm-hmm. The re- choke is you can't cough, right? It just catches you in that one little moment. So I, I was able to research that, and then you can measure this. Right? Down the road a ways, we took it to an independent laboratory, and they measured the force that's generated by pulling it like that. So mm-hmm. the, the really uh, God wink of this little plunger is it creates just the right force. It's right around 300 millimeters, hard as you can cough or sneeze, and knock on wood, and to date, no uh, failures, no adverse effects. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just can't imagine how and how many hours do you think that you were in development with LifeVac? Well, the the real, you know, you mentioned my father being an engineer and he was in, he was job was reliability of the men landing on the moon, which was really cool because it taught me anything's possible. If we could land a man on the moon. And as a little kid, my father did it couple guys, you know, and uh, but it told me anything's possible. And he also instilled in me the necessity for something to work, always work and have every option of failure in your mind when you're trying to create something important. So that's why this has a very dedicated valve system. So you can't block it. Right. 
The air is going to vent on the side, so it can't push it in. It creates a ball valve, which means it can't ever rot or fail on the load. It's a ball valve. It'll always work. This lasts forever, you know? And I attribute a lot of this to my dad, right? And and the desire to make something ethically right, right? It'll last forever. It should always work. It's got redundant system in the valve, so the air is going to vent. And uh, it covers your whole family, kids and adults. Now, business so the same the same size life vac, which, by the way, I'm trying to give people an idea who are listening on the radio. It's but it looks like it's about is it a foot long? If you would put, to measure even, it, not even like maybe uh, nine inches or something. So yeah. we're talking about something that you just pick up. It's very light in weight, and you put it on. What it could be your baby's face, it could be your grandfather's face. And you push it in and you pull it out. And so the same suction area that goes onto the face is the same for anybody at any age, Arthur? Yeah. The theory was to make it universal because the business world wants you to make one for kids, one for adolescents, one for adults because you can sell three. Well, I didn't care about that. I wanted people to be saved. So each kit comes with a child mask, an adult mask. So depending on who you're saving, you just put that mask in and you can rescue anyone, including yourself, as you mentioned. And the the simplicity is all that's what I was in search of with this thing. My glued together thing. Simple. Place, push, and pull, and you save a life. No matter you panic, you'll you'll get it. Just push it and pull right. it. You'll pop it up. Place, push, and pull. Pull. And the design is so simple, but elegant in its simplicity. And it's also incredibly affordable. So it's the type of thing where you can afford to have one in your house, in your car, at your office, because, I mean, wherever you might be. I, my mom told me a story about a couple of years ago. She was choking in the kitchen, and they live in this big house that has that what used to be a barn, but it was turned into a home. So to get from the kitchen to the upstairs where my father was on his computer was like quite a hike. She started choking in the kitchen, didn't know what to do. So she thought the only thing she could do is to run up and to tap my father on the shoulder and try to get him to maybe do the Heimlich or whatever, which he did. But my father's six foot one, my mother's five foot. So, you know, that was easy for him. I think for a lot of people, I know for myself all my life, I'm like, I sure hope no one's choking around me because I don't know if I would be able to actually perform the Heimlich maneuver because I wouldn't either have the strength or I would be hitting it in the wrong place or injuring them while I'm trying to get it out. I mean, there were there was a lot of fear around that scenario for me when I would think about it. And just like my mom. So, you know, I the the fact that this is just so unique and that anyone can use it and it's good for everybody, like you said, universal. Um, You even told me that you've saved Three little three little kitty cats have been saved by people using it on their pets. Is that correct? Yeah, we've saved some kitty cats. And I guess to me, that's more of, you know, we all love our pets, so I get it. You know, my, my dog's my buddy. But the what it is is proof of the simplicity and how it'll work, you know. And the, uh, the scenario where you're talking about if you flipped it and your father was choking, your mother probably couldn't save him. You know, and right. we've seen a lot of that. We've had parents buy it for their kids and save themselves or to save their in-laws or, or to save their spouse. You know, we've had some very uh, large people and 
the comment we get is, thank God we had that thing because I could not Heimlich them. I could not get my arms around them. But really, one of the big missions is persons with disability. You know, if you look at a choking poster, you'll notice that there's no uh, procedures or policies or techniques for a person in a wheelchair. The reason is there really was nothing you could do. You can't get your arms around them. Um, and and that's a tragedy. And that, that has to change. You know, that's one of my passions is schools and special needs that everyone deserves a chance. You know, and this could be you sitting, laying down, standing up, laying on the ground. We can save those people. We can give them an option where currently they don't really have one. And that's part of uh, the the importance of you sharing these stories that I'm so appreciative of. Make people aware that everyone deserves a chance. And if you certainly have someone with a disability, please consider a life act to have by yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think of little kids in the backseat of a car in those car seats and, you know, just how having one with you at all times can just make such a difference. And people indeed send you pictures and stories about how the life vac saved their family. And I, you post them sometimes on your Facebook page on life vacs Facebook page. And it's just so stunning. And so, it's just it it just warms your heart to read these stories. And like I said, it's any age. It's like a 10 month old baby, um, a 93 year old grandmother and, you know, a strapping teenage boy. I mean, they're everybody is eligible to be saved if they're choking with life back. It's a beautiful thing. And the price point is such, as I said, you can afford it. It's it's around $69. And um, it's, again, priceless. We're saving a life, uh, priceless for sure. And around Arthur, you can't see this because we are on video and you're listening on the radio, but he has what is called his beautiful wall of saves. Talk about how the wall of saves got started. And that looks, that is just tremendous looking at the literal, it looks like, Almost a thousand pictures. Is that true? Well, it's yeah, it's close. Get up to eight hundred, and the the inspiration when you walk in here is overwhelming. You got to remember the first year we saved zero, the second year we saved zero, the second year, the third year we saved six, the fourth year we saved nine, the fifth year we saved sixteen. Well, we've saved a hundred this month. There are eight hundred families on this wall that are still together, and. Part of the awareness that I'm so grateful from you is how often it happens. That was the first thing that freaked me out. It's 5,000 people a year. So that means about 14 people a day die. And, you know, and then you back it into the horror of the story. The mother saved herself in front of her three little kids. They couldn't help her. She saved herself. Being a mother, she was more worried she was going to die and, and scar them. You know, that's mm-hmm. how mom. But. Every one of these pictures on this wall don't have that. They went back to playing. They, we, got, we got saved the other day. I told you the little girl stole the hot dog off the mom's plate. Gone. She was dead. Life fact saves her. Cries. Gets back up. Tries to steal the hot dog again. <laughs> you know? Oh you get, right? That's what they do. But to me, the beauty of that story was, She's okay. You know, she's fine. She's back up trying to eat the hot dog again. And when I look at the wall with 800 pictures and 800 faces, every one of those families is not destroyed. And together with your voice and our light back, 
the more families that don't have to be destroyed, they don't have to live the rest of their life, uh, you know, with that day of pain. So that the whole about that, it's all about it's a wall of remembrance. These people are still here. Usually walls are, you know, in memory. These people are still here. They're still going. So it's a very positive wall that we don't see in the, you know, other worlds of historic uh, documentation, you know. So it's a very powerful, motivating thing. It is. And it's just it gives me goosebumps every time we talk about it. And I'm talking about it on the radio every day. And actually, yesterday uh, we had somebody write in because we we do a quiz uh, on the morning show uh, where I am. And um, the person who won the quiz said, P.S., please tell Laura that I bought two life facts yesterday, one for myself, one for my ex-wife, because we co-parent. And I just was just thrilled just to know that people are hearing it and they're a call to action because the worst case scenario isn't something they want to live with. And it's just such a beautiful thing. Arthur, I'm so, so grateful to know about you, to know about life fact and to know that like you said, every day, because when we started talking for the very first time, it was on March 1st. And here it is now almost the end of March with Choking Awareness Day coming up in just two days from now on the 28th. And from the from the March 1st until now, I think there have been almost 100 lives saved. I think yeah, you said so that, right? How cool is that? Like you get that message, like the the unanticipated thing is the gratitude we get from people. Not if we even if we save them, obviously, those those are like you cry. But for people that say it was my biggest fear, I had a woman, her son had Down syndrome and cerebral palsy and he was a big kid. Grab my arm and hold me and say, thank you. That's my biggest fear because I don't know what I would do. I, I was always afraid, but I didn't know what I could do. I couldn't hide like him. And the way she held me and expressed that gratitude that that was her fear. Think about it. We saved that mom every day because she had that ongoing fear. People who live alone, people who have grandkids over, right? And they're scared. So there's an unanticipated beauty of of taking that off and saying, it's okay, you gotta, you're going to have a good chance. You're going to be all right. You have something you could do. And between the lives saved and all the accessorial benefits of peace of mind, of you know gratitude to take one thing off a special needs mom's plate, it's just an amazing thing. And I, I'm so glad you got someone that showed you that gratitude, that thank you for letting me know. And I bet there's hundreds more who just didn't, you know, yeah. write in to say it. But there's so many more on a daily basis that are getting it for this purpose. And um, like we said, choking awareness day, March 28th. But now it's not something to be horribly feared as though I hope I'm not a statistic. Now there's something to actually do to go out to buy um, by ordering it actually on the website. And just so everyone knows, what I also love about this is that LifeVac is made in America. You created it, you designed it, and you have it manufactured right here in our country. That means a lot to people. It does to me, and I know it does to a lot of other people too, Arthur. 
Well, it was done for quality. Like I said, my dad instilled certain aspects in my brain, right? So it lasts forever. You only have to buy once. You don't have to buy a new one every year because it expires. It covers your whole family, not just one, not everyone. We make it here and test it here. Six peer-reviewed medical journals. Uh, it's FDA registered. We're all good. It's double tested before it leaves here. And uh, if you use it, we give you a free one, right? And I did everything I could think of. We've had six-year-old life hacks save a life. My my 12-year-old one that I made in my garage still works. And it wasn't about making something that goes obsolete so you could sell another one, make it in China, ship it in, sell another one. It was about getting a message that a 10-year-old life hack saved a life. And it's what it's all about. And I just did my best to make that happen. Do you know, Arthur, are young people, like let's say somebody, someone's mom is choking, um, can someone as young as maybe 12, 13 administer the life hack? Is it easy or is it really more for adults? No, I mean, that's the beauty of it because like we were talking about the limitations of size, right? That your child can save you with a life hack, you know? And that that is a really important thing is if you're a caregiver of kids, you choke. <laughs> and the the ability to just place, push, and pull opens the door to being able to save everyone by everyone. And I think it's great, too. My, my partner on the air, the first time you came on, he was so intrigued and so excited about LifeVac and talking about it. And then he said... Can you get, please ask Arthur if we can use it on ourselves? And I thought, oh, why didn't I ask that question? But when you said yes, it was just like, are you kidding? This is just truly a dream come true. If someone knows that they can actually save themselves and not like my poor mother did, you know, run around the whole house trying to find my dad. Um, it's just it's an incredible, incredible uh thing and an incredible product. And we want everyone to know where to get. Yeah, go ahead. Say what? The biggest piece of minds that I get told all the time is people who live alone. They're one of the ones that are really grateful because there is no option and they know it. And the gratitude is exactly what you were expressing, you know. Wow, thank you for letting me know I have the peace of mind that if that happens, I can do something. Well, you are truly a hero, and I know you don't take credit for that. You're just the most humble of human beings, Arthur Lee. But we are so very grateful to you, and so are the thousands um, that are being saved and, and the, in the future, just imagine if this goes up a hundred people per month, how just, just how wonderful that is for our world. Thank you so very much. I want to make sure that everyone knows the website where to order life back because you don't get it in, in retail stores, correct? No, and you know, as with anything, the knockoffs are out there. The best way to make your family safe is lifeback.net. And you go to our site, and you can read the medical reviews, the journals, the reviews, the saves. We put all the saves up there. And, you know, my hope is, you know, if you're particular kids or an elder person, then, you know, you consider it. And we all need to fight for our special needs and kids in schools because we have that ability. They, you know, we all make a choice whether we get it or not. You want a fire extinguisher, you don't. That's fine. But... Mm-hmm. Those kids, we got to fight for. A hundred percent. Every classroom, every lunchroom, every office, every car. It just needs to be ubiquitous everywhere. LifeVac.net. That's spelled life, L-I-F-E, Vac, V-A-C, 
lifefact.net, lifefact.net. Arthur, thank you so very much for being here. God bless you. God bless you, too. Your uh, your voice helps change the world. I'm very grateful for that. I truly feel honored. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you for listening to The Way Home. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. Well, last month was uh, Black History Month. This month, Women's History Month. And, you know, so many important topics and too little time in one month, of course, isn't enough to cover it all. But I'm grateful to have Kitty Cheney Reed on. She's the Vice President, Chief Leadership, Culture and Inclusion Officer at IBM. IBM always at the forefront, it seems like, Kitty, um, for bringing issues of of diversity in the workforce and inclusion. I, I, I'm interested in a lot of the studies that you've been been doing, but also in the actual uh, work that you do to bring so many different uh, people back into the workforce. For example, women who may have spent time working from home during the pandemic or time at home raising children, wanting to get back into the workforce and making sure that they have a place um, and an opportunity within the company. IBM is so good at that. So tell us all that you're doing on that front. Um, I'm surprised. I was surprised by some of the statistics that I read that there's still sort of a, a lack of uh, female representation in, in the corporate world and, and people within the structure. So I feel like there has been progress made, but I'm sure from your perspective and with all your background knowledge, you know that there's more to be done. Indeed. So first of all, thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, Secondly, yes, we have made progress, mainly in the C-suite. I think what's alarming is the middle management pipeline. So we have not quite sufficiently fed the pipeline. Um, And that puts us at jeopardy in terms of creating parity at the very top of the funnel. And I think there are many things that that companies can do um, to move ahead in this space. I think one of those things, and probably the most important, is making gender equity a business priority, just like, um, you know, revenue goals and profitability goals. Um, because the studies show that when women are in senior level positions, when there is diversity at the top, then performance improves. Revenue, profitability, and engagement um, across, uh, you know, all of the aspects of operating a company. And so when you're talking about that that middle area, well, give us an example of what some of those types of roles would be. Um I, I obviously understand that there's the CEO level and then there's the entry level too, but what would the middle level look like? So middle managers are senior managers, um, people who, you know, have responsibility for teams. And really, if, if you think about it, they run significant portions of the company, um, but they're not necessarily the top decision makers in the organization. So managers and senior managers, people who, you know, run components of the business are are the people we're talking about, people who've not yet made it to the executive ranks. 
I see. And so that's where you'd like to see more placement. And where do you find that that workforce, um, both diverse and, you know, where do you find them? Are they are they coming back to work after hiatus of raising kids or who are these core people? It's really a great question. We do a number of things to bring women into IBM. One of the things that you've highlighted is something we call our, our reentry programs. We actually bring women who've taken a break from work to raise kids or for whatever, or to take care of aging parents back into the workforce. So we, we bring them back in roles where they actually have a lot of support around them. And um, at the end of a period of, you know, a few months, we assess whether they're ready to return full time. And if they are ready to return full time, we make every effort to um, to bring them into full time roles, permanent roles. Another place that we look for women is in our early professional hire um, area. So people who have been out of college a year, a year and a half, uh, maybe. And we also look to bring women into non-traditional roles that maybe don't require a college degree. We do that work with um, an organization called 110. We also offer things like Skills Build, uh, where we offer training and education free of charge to to women and underrepresented um, minorities um, so that they they have an opportunity to break into technical opportunities like they might not have had uh, without that assistance. So many, many programs like those are the mechanisms we use at IBM to make a difference when it comes to women in the workplace. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I know you have similar things, like you said before, for for young people, for for people that don't have a college degree, but have some life experience that could be applicable. I know IBM is just really always working on on bringing new energy and uh, new ideas into your workforce. Now, for people who hear the words like um, inclusion, culture, diversity, and things like that, and worry that people might be getting a leg up simply because they're a minority over somebody who may have more experience. How do you approach that part of the conversation for people? That's a really good question. Um, And so being a black female myself, I can tell you that nothing has ever been given. Um, Everything has been earned. And I think what I'm so grateful for is people who have given me the opportunity to showcase my talents and make a contribution. And that's where the game begins. That's where it starts is really being open to looking at diverse candidates, um, both female and underrepresented minorities, um, and really letting the best talent win, but allowing them the opportunity to compete is what's important to us. And looking in places that we would not traditionally look for that talent. So putting effort behind that, but not sacrificing the quality of the talent or circumventing, you know, fair hiring practices when it comes to to making decisions about who gets the chair. So that's, Mm. that's really how it works. 
IBM is one of those legacy companies I think about all the time that has just always been there. And it always seems to stay up with the times. Um, you know, it, it just, it seems like it's always trying to grow with the world as it grows. And, and I think it's a great thing. I'm grateful that it's there that people can, can really find out and learn how maybe they have a place there and can really start or continue a career. Um, tell us what's the best place to, to reach you or that department or, or anywhere in IBM that could get them started on the process. So please go take a look at IBM.com. Look for um, the Institute um, Business Value and the hashtag that's women-leadership-2023. And that should take you to our IBV page. And you should be able to see this year's study and prior year's studies. Um, and that will help you um, to understand kind of where we are as a company And if you're interested in working for us, you can go to the recruiting page of IBM.com and look for uh, ways to join our company there. Wonderful. IBM.com or IBM.com slash IBV for that study. And uh, look also for the recruiting page when you go there. Thank you so much, Kitty Cheney. Thank you very much for joining us today and for all that you do. Kitty Cheney Reed, I should say, Vice President, Chief Leadership, Culture and Inclusion Officer at IBM. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Take good care. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Once again, here's Laura. Well, if you're like me, hearing the fact that $645 billion plastic containers are found either in landfills or our oceans every year. You're going to want to hear this conversation. Brad Liskey is my guest. He is the CEO and co-founder of True Earth, which is a global household cleaning product company and that focuses on biodegradability, excuse me, focus on biodegradability and the elimination of waste. And his team is doing everything they can to steer us in a new direction. Brad, thank you so much for joining us today on the way home. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. That is a staggering number. I I mean, it, it truly blows my mind. And I've been worried about plastic for so many years and living in New York for many decades, you know, it was a it was a big deal that we had to recycle our plastic. And then I moved to the Midwest and uh people do, but it's only sometimes here and you know different states have different um you know policies based you know on on their environmental standards and stuff so it, i just wonder you know uh, it's hard to imagine that anybody can make a difference are you and your team actually doing something about this i know you are but what is it <laughs> yeah and it's really our customers that are making the difference that's why we call them true change makers they're the ones making the difference because the alarming stat is is that, you know, according to a latest report from Greenpeace, that only five percent of the plastic we generate actually gets recycled. So, kind of the the illustration that can't leave my head is that every three minutes, plastic pollution, the weight of a humpback whale, gets dumped into the ocean. That's every three minutes of every day. And, and that's what we're focused on is that full eradication of single-use plastic in the home. We don't, we don't need to have it anymore. Well, that's what, you know, I was wondering. I, I, I'm so diligent about cleaning out my plastic containers and just hoping and praying every time I do that it is actually going to some type of recycling plant. But 
only 5% is ending up there. And I did hear a report the other day that um, a lot of places aren't recycling the plastic because they're contaminated with food. And I just think, what in the world is the solution? So what are some of your wonderful, you know, ideas that are going to help us move towards a different, uh, just a different model? Yeah, I think we have a saying here that it will take many small hinges to swing this very big door, and, and each one of us can, can be a hinge on that door. So and it starts in the home. And, and we need to look under the, you know, the kitchen sink and in, in the laundry room and take a look at, you know, just, just if we looked at the cleaning products, let alone everything else, you know, we can, we can find a better way to do it. We launched with a, a laundry detergent that eliminated the use for the big laundry plastic jug. Now the detergent can come in a sheet in, in an envelope. But the newest innovation was their dishwashing detergent where we've able to create a, a tablet without plastic packaging or without that individual little packaging. There's other great eco-swaps, as they're, as they're called, happening in the world. You know, I saw an ad on social media the other day for that for your uh, laundry detergent, and I was... I was just so excited about it. You know, I guess I'm probably like an average consumer. Are these products as good as the ones that we're used to wrapped all up in that plastic? Well, and that's the, the beautiful thing about what we did was you can try it for yourself. You know, there's a, there's a money-back guarantee on it. We, we know that we've got the right amount of detergent to do the job of cleaning our clothes. You know, most of us don't go sliding through the grass every day or, or get blood all over our clothes every day. So we don't have to really nuke our clothing with so much, so many chemicals. We can, we can actually just use the right amount of detergent to do the job. That's terrific. When did you become, um, you know, like a, a warrior for this, for this movement? Uh, you know, I was in the, it was, for me, it was the, in the mid nineties, late nineties that I got into, uh, recycling before municipalities kind of had it as a necessity. And there was no market for recyclables back then. There's still no market for them now. So the passion started then, uh, but True Earth started in 2019. So growing up or raising my kids, uh, you know, it was something that was, kind of in our in our DNA here in the family and now I'm fortunate enough to lead a great team of change makers to that are making a big impact on the world. It's really it's exciting, it's comforting and I personally want to thank you because whether you're a staunch environmentalist or you're one of those that say, Oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal, the fact is our our earth has way too much, you know, foreign product on it, whether it's plastic or styrofoam or anything else. And I'm just so grateful that uh, there is a generation that started to truly find solutions, not just rail against the machine, but really find the solutions. And it sounds like you have. And where can people find True Earth? Yeah, and, and thank you for that. You know, definitely uh, on our website at, at True.Earth, and that's T-R-U.Earth is where you can find it. You can sign up for a True Change newsletter to get deeper dives on the environmental issues as well, um, but also the 6,000 retail locations around the country to buy the product So and join the movement. You know, we believe that there, it isn't about, you know, far-left environmentalism or, or, or it's about the, the main part of us in the middle that just want to make one change in one room 
and do our part. You know, we don't we don't shame anyone for for what we're trying to do. We add humor to this whole this whole dark issue, and we're trying to just work together because in it together we can make a massive impact. Indeed, that's the way it's always been. And but Brad Liskey, you found a way to to market that, package that, and truly make the difference. Thank you so very much. True dot Earth, everyone, and it's T R U Earth. True Earth. Those are the products that are making the difference, along with Brad Liskey and and his company. Thank you so much for joining us today on the way home, and for all you do. Thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate it. You are listening to the way home. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. As if it wasn't enough good news that over 800 lives have been saved by the wonderful invention of LifeVac to contribute to preventing choking, uh, we've got more good news for you because that's what we always do in this show. The Way Home is chock full of beautiful stories. Every week you can hear brand new ones. That our guru of good news, Jimmy Dean, James Cleefield, went out and found just for you. So, what do you have first? Well, I'll start off in Omaha, Nebraska. A gentleman named Jordan Schaefer, he's working his way through college, and he's a waiter at a local restaurant called Charlton's Restaurant. And he was having one of those Sunday nights, uh, typical busy evening uh, doing his job, when an unexpected guest arrived. Guess who that guest was? It was a known celebrity. His name? Jason Derulo. Pop star Jason Derulo and his family showed up for dinner that night. But the story is not the fact that they came for dinner, they enjoyed themselves, and I'm sure they were having a merry old time, and he met him. It's what happened at the end of the dinner that really is the heart of the story. After they left the bill, guess what Jason did? And he had left the restaurant by the time the waiter came back. He left a generous tip for this man, for Jordan. How about $5,000 for a tip? <gasps> he wrote a check for $5,000 for him, and you could imagine the... the Look on Jordan's face. He couldn't believe it. He said, just, I'm, just, I'm just shocked, so happy that this happened. I mean, this doesn't happen every time. But he couldn't je- thank Jason in person. He'd left. So you know what he did? He got on TikTok, and it all went viral. And he said to Jason, thank you so much for what you did. You know what you just did? You just paid for my semester in college. One semester for $5,000. That is just a wonderful story. I mean, just again, we talk about celebrities, just the generosity what he did. Mm. That is beautiful. Yeah. Gosh. I just love hearing about celebrities who are very giving like that. It really makes me feel that there are some good ones out there who truly have a heart for humanity. All right. What's the next? Oh, you're going to love this one, LJ and Bob. Uh, But Marcus Moore, he's uh, autism uh, on the spectrum. He has autism, but he is high functioning and he has a wonderful, booming business. Now, I'll give you what the key word is, what he's doing. In my game show announcer voice, the password is pretzels. Okay. Marcus Moore has a love of pretzels and snacks, and the reason is because he started this wonderful business called Moore's Crunch, okay? It's a business with pretzels and snacks. He's sold all kinds of brands. He sold about 600 bags of these things, different flavors, Smokehouse Ranch, Ranch Buffalo, just to name a few. It is booming. Several stores have been selling the product, and you would think, oh, he's, he's got it made. I mean, he's happy. I mean, he's, he hit utopia. There's a missing link in this young man's life. He's 29 years old, by the way. He's living at home with his parents. He wants to, at some point, live on his own. He wants some independence, okay? Well, as I said, he just, he's just he been thinking about this for a long time. So as successful as it is, he thinks, maybe I should branch out a little bit more, take this to the next step. You know what that's going to be? 
He wants to have a commercial kitchen and hire like-minded people like him who are on the autism spectrum and try to build this business so he can make even more money and have that dream come true. And we really wish him all the best of luck. Because, I mean, again, it's the missing link. But, again, just the fact that, you know, he has this big dreams. And you should dream big, by the way. And, again, you know, you shouldn't let any disability stand in your way. But this guy, Marcus, I mean, just great for him what he's doing. And hopefully he will live that dream to be able to have a, a place of his own someday. Good job by him. Hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. And I want the ranch ones right you now. You want the ranch ones? Yeah. I, I'm hungry myself just talking about it. Tell What is the name of the product Morse again? Crunch. And- Morse Crunch. That's the name Morse? of the, uh, yes, More, M-O-R-E-S Crunch. Morse Crunch. Morse Crunch. And As I a matter of fact, can, do you like, remember we had a, a guest on the show, and our, our listeners, by the way, our loyal listeners on the Michigan and will recognize this name. Remember we had somebody from JoJo's Pretzels? Yeah. Yep. I was yes. thinking about that. That was a startup. <laughs> Levi King. Yes, I yeah. have to have Levi back. So he on. could be have... he could be the Levi King of where he is in Annapolis, Maryland, where by the way this is where he's doing his business. So who knows? Oh, I'll have to tell Levi that we were thinking of him because yes, who knows? This could turn into this man's ticket to a, a very wonderful life of independence from his parents and probably even be able to help his parents. If sure. It's Great. As good as all that. And it sounds really delicious. M- wonderful stuff there. Thank you, Jimmy Dean, always for making us feel so good inside and out whenever you come on in the show. And Bob, thank you for always making us feel good because you make the show go. That's it. Without you, we are nothing. And I barely have to say a word. Yeah. <laughs> are you speechless? And you've got a great voice, too. Oh, today. By I do, the way. Yes. <laughs> Yes, all these radio voices. But we thank so much Arthur Lee for coming on the program today. LifeVac.net, everyone. Please, if you want to save a life, potentially, hopefully you won't need to use it. But if indeed you do, and to stop someone from choking today, over 800 lives have been saved by using this incredible device. Go to LifeVac.net. And also, for the fruits and veggies that will change your life forever and turn your health around, Balance of Nature balanceofnature.com and put Laura into the promo for your 35% discount and free shipping. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to The Way Home. Nothing but good news to start out your week. Lots of love to all of you. Be safe. Be happy. Uh, Keep sharing and shining your light. We'll see you next time on The Way Home.